0: Yeah.
1: We sell crack to our own out the back of our homes. We smell the musk of the dusk and the crack of the dawn. We go through episodes too, like Attack of the Clones. What till we break a bag and you hear the crack of the bone again? Just to get by, just to get by, just to
2: get by. We commute to computer spirits stay mute while your ego spread rumors. We survive less turn to consumers. Just to get by, oh, That's just to, to the get, by. get by, Tyler, I'm saw host, saw cause cause tonight, just line 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 so line line so to get by. I am your host producer. On the line tonight, I have the founder and our major contributors of Sandman on the line tonight. So we're going to say what's happening. Brother, us Brother BFC. I was awful already. Sandman, say what's happening.
3: Yeah, that's right, going off script, but we're back again. What's going on, y'all?
2: Right. Uh we also have the female perspective on the line tonight. Female Perspective, say what's happening into your nice microphone.
1: Hola, what's up?
2: And we also have the founder, it's Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening, my man. What up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> Why so damn because you one week away from your home city, possibly making it, being in this winning the Super Bowl, man.
4: what what's going on, man?
2: You got somebody to yeah, man. at the
4: airport? I got a STFU for
3: that. We'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. That sounds that sounds serious. Yeah. All right,
2: so it is. We're recording uh, in the middle of a Sunday afternoon. Southeast of the United States is under kind of like a stormy rain, but cold. It's pretty cold. miserable looking outside. So yeah, it was um, terrible
3: this morning. Yeah, it's cold. Yep.
2: So I know I'm drinking, but Big Hutch, what you <laughs> drinking, my man?
4: I'm drinking uh, the rooster
1: wine, 47
2: pound rooster Merlot. Excellent. Female perspectives the same.
1: I am drinking an apple teeny.
2: Oh,
0: fancy. Mm. Yeah. Is your, is your <laughs> pinky
1: finger stuck in the air? No, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sandman.
2: Are you on that Arnold Palmer man? Another lemonade? Yeah, ice you, tea. you
3: know, you know this. Yeah, you know the Sandman ain't an aristocrat. I'm drinking that iced tea, baby. Happy as hell. All right, <laughs>
2: good to know. I am drinking a, uh, a a traveler of something a lemon shandy, a traveler's beer, whatever. It, it's decent. Uh, can't really say that I love it, but I can't say that I hate it either. All right. So we will clink a glass from a distance. Clink the clink before we get into the box office report. Uh, where female perspective is going to drop us down, but but first, again, as I always skip my notes, we got to give a couple of RIPS, Hutch. Hutch. Uh, John Hurt died, man. What do you remember about John Hurt?
4: I am a human being.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: John Hurt, the, the, the Elephant
3: Man. Yes, he passed. Yeah, the the younger kids may not recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the well,
2: well, they may and they may not because didn't. Didn't Bradley Cooper play the Elephant Man on Broadway? I do believe maybe a few years oh, ago. Really? Yes, he Bradley did, Cooper? but
1: initially on Broadway, David Bowie played the Elephant Man. He got rave reviews.
0: Okay. Wow. Right. So he no, was I did the one not know was,
1: I think uh, he may have originated it on Broadway, but yeah, he got rave reviews for that.
2: All right. Uh, John Hurt also probably most remembered by sci-fi fans as the in Alien where the, the monster, the alien comes out of his belly right, and runs pit. out yeah.
1: that that's the pivotal scene for the yeah. um, for that old franchise, but yeah.
2: Pretty
0: much. Uh and didn't, take didn't it, you
1: have a story behind that when y'all saw so, initially saw that movie? I was just about to tell it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do it though.
2: Because I I know it's the same one. Because if you know it, that means it's the same one. Go ahead, (laughs) Hutch.
4: Who's gonna tell the story? You got it. (laughs) Uh, Short story long. We ordered a a large (laughs) extra extra tomato sauce
0: pizza for what? Like four quarters pizza. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Star- and Alien and with, with old boy the alien came out old boy it <laughs> 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 yeah
2: it was extra saucy as well as his innards were also extra saucy oh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, so
3: yeah, yeah we oh, passed man. on
2: that one.
0: <laughs>
3: I mean, <an> <laughs> yeah,
2: that was not happening. Oh my gosh, I was I had a side angle note for myself, Hutch, to tell that story. So yeah, uh, so yeah, rest in peace, John Hurt. I'm sure he's done many other things, but those oh, are probably the has, two most things. Done a
1: lot. He was in um um, uh, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, Harry Potter. He was in Harry Potter. Yeah, a lot of other work. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah, very, very good, good British stuff.
2: actor.
0: Mm-hmm. Cancer
2: once again. Undefeated too almost. Uh all right, and then Mary Tyler Moore passed away also in her 80s. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, passed away this week. Uh what well, do you know about the Mary Tyler Moore show uh, female perspective? Um like uh, well, I
1: know I grew up watching Mary Tyler Moore. Um and yeah, she was definitely a pivotal, pivotal um, influence for young girls because you saw, you know, an independent woman, uh, woman, you know, working and and so forth. And she wasn't married, so yeah, I mean, it presented a, a nice image for you know younger girls who watch the show.
2: Okay, big hush. I know it's going to be tied to our mother.
4: <laughs> um only thing I remember was the Mary Tyler Moore show. I like Lou Grant, and uh, the other thing was that I remember Eric Braith was
1: on there one time from Young and the Restless. <laughs> <I remember. laughs> and that would be Victor from Young and the Restless. That'd be correct. Yes.
0: Yes.
2: Victor Newman. Put some respect on his name. All right. <laughs> um, uh, Sam, man, got any Mary Tyler Moore memories?
3: Um. I wasn't exactly a fan of it, but, I mean, it was always on in the early 70s. And, I mean, that was revolutionary. Uh, She was, like you said, a single uh, um, woman that, you know, led a show, basically. You know, she was kind of like a carabinette a lot in that way. Um, Very um, um, pioneering uh, show, and it was a a big success. And, uh, yeah, you already mentioned Luke Grant. That was a spinoff from that show, I I think, uh, Rhoda, if you all remember yeah, what was that? Was saying, were, there were a lot of spinoffs yeah, from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What's your, what, three? Um, Blue Grand had a show. Um, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ellis had a show. Yeah, they were, it had a lot of spinoffs. I remember when I heard the huge. theme song, I, was in, I was like, <laughs> next
0: channel. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to yeah.
4: make it after
0: all. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. there's another thing. Finn, the hat toss. The iconic. The hat, hat, iconic. hat toss. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. she had her, she had her yeah, own Karen production Schierker studio too, MTM. Yeah, uh, yeah she, was,
1: she a, was a,
4: bigwig.
3: yeah, she was a bigwig. She was kind of like Lucille Ball in a way.
1: Yes, yeah, uh, because she had the same
3: time. thing. Yeah, yeah she'll be I missed. Was, I always liked her. Yeah. She, I think
1: she was married to Grant Tinker at some point. Yes, yes. He
3: yes, ran a studio, yes. so
1: yeah, she she had a lot of uh, clout.
3: A lot of influence okay. in the early seventies when women really didn't, you know. So she was a big wig, Yeah. And the no, character you know
4: in what? and of it. I, it was, it was the one of the best movies ever. I read the book and I saw the movie. And uh, Ordinary People, I was, right. I was supposed to read the book. But I did watch the movie, and I liked her in it.
1: Yeah, the movie. And it showed a different side of her because most people would use to her being, you know, the nice kind of, Yeah, you know, sacrament
3: sweet. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. sacrament
1: yeah. character. And in that movie, she was the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah.
2: I <laughs> know yeah. she was the, the character, not the actress the character um, Right, that's what we're was, um, she
4: normally no, 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 no,
2: no, no I understand what you're saying, like the character on the show uh, Mary Tyler Moore was a big influence for Oprah and there's like been a viral clip oh, going around when right. Oprah finally met oh, her yeah, for the yeah, first yeah. time and Oprah lost her, yeah. man, I mean like literally like oh, wow, I really? believe she was in the same room with this lady, I mean it was a big big deal um, so yeah. So all she right.
1: She so she was a big influence as to, you know, her going into, you know, newscasting and so forth. And for her she presented, you know, uh the image of a female being able to succeed in, in that um industry.
0: So right. yeah, that
1: that encouraged right. her a lot. Okay. Oh, yeah. She was she was a positive image for, you know, women in general, especially back then because you didn't see too many you know, single women working and so forth. So, and she was one of the few that they really showed on TV that was doing that.
3: Right, right.
2: Yeah, so we pour some out for Mary Tyler Moore and John Hurt. You get the Brothers Comics uh, salute. Uh, 2017, you're not starting off as strong as you did in 2016. You're definitely um, getting some momentum, though. Uh, so let's, uh, let's kind of keep it down on some of the, uh, super famous folks, 2017. All right, so that'll lead us straight into the box office report, um, where female perspectives will count us down for the top five movies. Um, let me drop this theme music. Alright, so the box office report, uh, female perspective will count us up from five to one of the movies that came out this week. No real well, only one major um widescreen release and it did make it into the top five, although I'm not sure how successful it is. We'll talk about it in a second though. Uh from five to one, what was the number five movie in America, Female Perspective? Number five is still La La Land.
1: It made twelve million and yeah. it was- $106 million thus
2: far on a $30 million budget. I, um, I didn't put the stop sign there in the syllabus, but somebody that we all know saw that movie this weekend. It wasn't me. Uh, but somebody that we know that may be related to my children saw it this weekend. Um, her review said that it was good. You know, she liked it. Uh, she was actually surprised that Female Perspective had not seen it yet. Uh, because of your uh, affinity for musicals, Um, but she said that the movie was good. Yeah, she said the movie was good. I
1: I plan to check it out, so I'll probably check it out maybe this week.
2: Okay, yeah, she said it was good. Uh, I did not see it. Uh, What was number four?
1: Number four is Resident Evil, the final chapter uh, that made $13.8 million um, and up of a $40 million budget. I
2: can't believe they can make those movies for so cheap. I have never Mm -hmm. seen a Resident Evil movie. I have never played a Resident Evil video game. Uh, But I am a big fan of Mila whatever-ovitch and her um, (laughs) looks. But I have never seen one of her movies. Now, Sandman, you are a Resident video game expert. Have you seen Mm -hmm. any Resident Evil movies and or played video game?
3: Hell no! At least not to the uh, the movie. <laughs> y'all can y'all can hold on that. Yeah, yeah. And I have no plans watching that either. Uh, as far as the video game, yeah, uh, the very first one I played, and I didn't even beat it. But um, uh, there's a famous scene in Resident Evil, like when you're like you're controlling the character walking down a hallway, and these dogs jump through the damn uh, window. Uh, you walk past and chase you down the hallway. I was done after that. That shit scared the hell out of me. So, uh,
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, I don't do horror very well. So, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's, too, a good, uh, it's a good game series. Mainly, I mean, they've had some duds in that too. But uh, as far as uh, the games, yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're, yeah, y'all can y'all can do something with their movies though. That that crap is <laughs> crap. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: Hutch, you are a fan of the horror genre, and probably a fan of Mila Whatever. Bitch, have you seen any Resident Evil movies or played yeah. the video game? Uh,
4: I've seen some of the movies, I, and I have played the video game on at least two or three different formats. I, I do remember the dog scene. out uh, of the first one. Yes, that is scary. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, but I do enjoy looking at Mila Whatever, whatever, whatever. Since, uh, <laughs> Yeah.
2: What was that movie called? <laughs> um, uh, the movie with Spike Lee. Oh, The Fifth Element. Okay. Now, The Fifth, Fifth Element was that before um, the Spike Lee basketball movie? She's in that yes. too. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, that's that was before it, I
1: believe.
2: Okay. Yeah. He Got Game. I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. recall that. Uh,
0: right.
2: Yeah, no. she's in He Got Game. She's the prostitute. Yeah, mm-hmm. The
4: Fifth Element. yeah, Yeah. But yeah, As a matter of fact, I'm trying to get the video game from Resident
1: Evil for the PS4.
0: It's got a great uh, virtual reality scene that I enjoy showing
1: to people. He 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 enjoys making people uncomfortable trying to play it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's not a surprise either. All right. Uh, What was number three movie in America? Female Perspective.
1: Hidden Figures, uh, that made $14 million, and it's made $104 million thus far, up a $25 million budget. So it's doing nice. very, very good.
2: Doing very well. Um, we'll stop sign okay. here, too, for a quick second, although I didn't put it in there. Uh, Oscar nominations came out this week. Um, Hidden Figures is nominated for Best Picture, as is Fences. Uh, as is Moonlight, uh, so three predominantly African American uh, movies and pictures are all nominated out of the. Uh, I think there are seven movies that made it in the of the possible ten for Best Picture. Um, so that I did see, I
1: did see Moonlight. Um, oh, okay, and I, and yeah, we can I talk. Did that. Mm-hmm. You didn't? Mm. I did. I did. Enjoy oh yeah,
2: it. yeah. It's it's great. I mean, that's some quality filmmaking right there, man. It's a, a movie that. I mean, let's be real and put it on the table, a movie that a lot of probably African-American people maybe not be ready for um, because <laughs> of the subject matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so people not ready for that subject matter, but the, mu- the movie is beautifully well done. Um, I yeah, mean,
1: it is. It's very, it's very well, you know, filmed. The cinematography and everything is great. I mean, it yeah. definitely adds an ambiance to it. Um, right. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, it touches on every Oscar button as well. Uh, I mean, you you can totally see why it's won a lot of awards. Repeat that?
4: There's a Holocaust in it, and there's.
2: Well, okay, maybe not every button. Sorry. It it, it has a lot of.
0: you said, Yeah. It
2: has a lot of characteristics that help. Movies to win Oscars, so yeah, right. it, it it yeah, it's a good movie. I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it, it's a good movie. Uh, but yeah, it did get that. Um, if you look at the categories for Oscars, I cannot pronounce. I, I keep calling Cottonmouth because I just can't say his name. Uh, oh, Marshala.
1: Marshall. Yeah, Marshala. Ali. I hate yeah. <laughs> I practice saying his name. <laughs> Mar- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he um he
2: nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Moonlight, uh uh Viola Davis, Best Supporting Actress for Fences. Um the there's a lady in I can't remember, put, recall her name. Is it is it Ruth Naga? Ruth
1: Nega. Uh, yeah, best yeah. supporting
2: yeah. actress in uh I forget well, for uh, which movie she, for Lally, which
1: one?
0: Oh Lally, okay. It's
1: yeah, about I got you. um, you know, the uh, uh, interracial couple that that
3: went to the yeah. Supreme Court because um, they weren't legally
1: allowed to be married. Yeah. And right, in the 50s, 60s, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, Denzel's up. Maher Ali. Got you. Okay. Right. Cottonmouth. Uh, it's a mouthful. And, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his uh, Denzel's up for Best Actor in Fences. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, what was shocking to me, is that for for at least from hidden figures is that um uh Taraji didn't get uh a best actress nomination that was very surprising
1: I was but surprised then, by that also cuz she did a, a really really good job in that movie I mean
0: Right yeah and I, then,
1: I I was I was shocked she didn't she wasn't nominated also Octavia Spencer was nominated yeah. but Mm-hmm. I thought Sharaya
2: should have been nominated as well. And I, yeah, for yeah, Octavia Spencer's for best supporting. But I thought that um, the singer lady, what's her name, um, Janelle Monet, I thought oh, that she, I thought Monáe, her role yeah. was as big as Octavia Spencer's in there, and she should have gotten a nomination for best supporting actress. Yeah, um, that's true. So and she was surprised
1: Well, I just just thought about that first.
0: Both her
2: and Mahershala, Ali were in Moonlight <laughs> and um, Hidden Figures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it's um again, good movies. Uh, we'll see how it pans out. You know, it looks, you know, that early buzz is that La La Land is looking at one of those major sweeps amongst categories. I hope not. Um, from the minutes of it that I saw, you know, I ain't really down with musicals too much. I was like, man, shit. So um, I can't let it go. <laughs> I can't let it go, but that's just me. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right.
1: Well, I know you're not down with musicals, but if you have a chance, definitely get or listen to the soundtrack from Hamilton. I, mean, I know you been... that, that is an exceptional <laughs> musical. I can't I can't rave about it enough because it actually lives up to the hype. There are very few oh. things to do. But that
2: musical does live up to the hype, okay. right? You've been you've been pumping it for three podcasts now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: that's not a I'm not a, I'm not dissing. I'm just saying you. I mean, you obviously are. You know, are really enjoy that soundtrack. So I mean, oh, I, I'm um, perfectly fine. It, it, it must be. It must Anakin be good. A
0: lot. Yeah, okay.
1: that
2: is correct. Good to know. All right. Um, <laughs> What was the number two
1: movie? Uh, number two would be A Dog's Purpose, which made $18.30 million, up of a $22 million budget.
2: Yeah, that's the movie where uh, there was some leaked footage and, that PETA got uh, about how the dogs might have been treated during the filming of the movie, and there was a mm-hmm. bunch of protest to it, uh, but it still made a bunch of – I think it might be one of them Christian movies or whatever, too. I'm not really sure. Um, I didn't pay any attention to it, um, so yeah, I, that's the only thing that I know about it—about it the little bit of a protest about how the dogs were treated. Uh, whatever, white people love dogs, but anyway, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs>
2: just keep on talking. <laughs> yep, keep on talking. Fuck that.
1: All right, and what was the number
2: one movie in the world?
1: Number one again for the second week would be Split. That made twenty-six million and it's made $77 million that's far off of a $9 million budget. That's Damn. Ridiculous. $9 million. Hey, Hush, Hush. Shama Lama Lan is coming back, bro. You ready?
0: ding dong. He's coming <Lama> back, huh?
1: That's the movie by Shamalama dong. Oh, no. <laughs> <Dang, man. laughs> He's coming back, man. Get back uh, on
4: the bandwagon. Uh... I I jumped off that wagon and rolled up, got my hands split, and fell off the other side of the mouth. <laughs> I'm done though. I ain't giving
2: him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I also saw it didn't make the top five again to tell you the awfulness, and we might have been corrected about at least one prediction about uh, a Vin Diesel's Triple X remake. I think it made like. 8 million dollars over the weekend. Yeah, it's probably it's got like a 33 million dollar per 33 million dollars
1: yeah. over I its two weeks. budget. So yeah. I struggling to make back the budget.
2: Yeah, again, but it, it'll be big in Europe because Europeans yeah. love crap. So, so it yeah, they matter. love that
3: crap, yeah.
2: Now, will there it'll be It'll make uh quadruple X probably not. Uh but <laughs> you never know. Uh it's just again, stay in your lane and it's a fast and furious lane. Just stay there, man. Nobody trying to see your freaking anti-denying melanin ass. (laughs) So, um, anyway. All right, I'm done. All right, so that ends up the box (laughs) office report. Um, And we'll go straight into Blurred Notes. Let me hit my sounder again for Blurred
0: Notes. Blurred Notes.
2: Blurred Notes. 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 All right. Uh, Blurred notes is our six pack of questions, but this week we actually have seven, and I cut it down from ten because it seemed like there was a lot going on, and we might side-angle side on a couple of topics here, but uh, the guys will pick numbers from one through seven this time, uh, and I'll give them their topic, and they'll get a chance to speak, and we'll go around the table. Um, I did have one of these questions that's from uh, one of our uh, followers' listeners wanted to, us to talk about one of the topics, so when that comes up, I'll drop his name um, when, that, when we get to that one. All right, so ladies always go first, female perspective number one through seven.
1: I'll go with two.
2: Number
0: two,
2: this is right up your alley. Uh, the CW announced that Josh Schwartz and somebody else is going to do a dynasty reboot. Looking to reboot Dynasty uh, in the fall of 2017, so it's in, like, that pre-production stage. Um, Were you a fan of Dynasty, and does it need a remake?
1: I did watch Dynasty back in the day. Um, I don't know if them doing a remake is a good idea, because, I mean, that, that show was good for the time period that it was created. And as you, as we've all found out with all the remakes, they don't quite live up to the original or, I mean, they, they don't capture, or they're, they don't quite capture what the original did. So mm-hmm. remaking it for, you know, this particular time period, I think, is, is going to be risky. And, okay. I mean, to be honest, I doubt there's excuses if I'll watch it, but, yeah.
2: Okay. Hodge? Dynasty memories.
4: I, for some reason, I do have memories of Dynasty, and I don't know why. But yes, <laughs> um, I mean, I did. I know the Carringtons. I know that one family. That is correct. Um, Blake
1: Carrington. Yes, that is mm-hmm. correct. Uh, Alexis, or that is correct. Yeah, remember Diane mm-hmm. Carroll was on there once. Or, Diane Carroll. Dominique Deveraux. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm like a super villain. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also the, also well, the, the blackest name
2: brother. you. Also the blackest uh, name you could have given a character
4: on that show. Right.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Uh,
4: anyway, so I, I kind of remember the bad stuff. I remember when uh, when Rock was on there, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Right. So right. right. And
0: then
4: they then he was on there, and then that's when I heard about the big evil little name. Right. Like, mm-hmm. That's my <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can remember when they all went to a ski resort and some terrorists came in and shot up everybody and I guess everybody signed a new contract. No.
1: <laughs> they got killed. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> those who got killed, I found out that they, they were no longer uh, going to be on the show. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the contract was no longer renewed.
2: Yes, Dynasty was huge on the cliffhanger. I remember that one completely where they yeah. got shot up at the wedding. And I think one of his Blake characters, the blonde new wife, not the one that was playing by Joan Collins, the blonde new wife, I think oh, it was I from Dayton. It. The character was Lynn. from Dayton because she, yeah, she dropped like a reference to it, you know, because she was like this, you know, kind of country bumpkin or whatever. And there's mm-hmm. a diss line about her in there being from Dayton. I was
4: like, damn. Oh, it's just <laughs> our city. I, I didn't know
3: that. Yes.
2: I, I remember didn't
3: that. Yes. Yeah. Alright.
2: Sandman Dynasty Memories.
3: Yeah, I was actually kind of a minor fan of the show, believe it or not, when it first came on. Uh it was, um the main memories I have of it of it were uh, Linda Evans. Was, uh, yeah, Linda Evans. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't her name Christian. What's that? <laughs> you were a fan? Yeah, I used to watch it. I mean the first the first uh season I think or so anyway, uh, when Alexis, you know, was at the prime of her powers, uh, I guess you could say. Um um the main thing I remember was like them damn shoulder pads they all had in them. Um it's like she could uh, you know go out and play lineman, you know, for the Bengals or something. Uh, mm. God knows they said they could use her. But um that and um for whatever reason I remember uh, Blake Carrington, that was the uh the patriarch of the family the the millionaire. I remember uh, the, one of the cliffhangers he was talking about. She, uh, he choked the living shit out of uh, Alexis, <laughs> one of <them>. mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: and it was the funniest thing I ever saw in my damn life. <laughs> <laughs> stuck
1: with me. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I, another,
3: well, another thing about the show was that um,
0: Alexis and
1: um, the character. Uh, uh, what, what was the character's name played by uh, Linda, um What's her last name?
3: Lynn Evans. Yeah, what was Mm -hmm. the first name? I can't
1: think. Crystal? Crystal, I think. Okay, yeah. Alexis and Crystal would always fight. Yeah, those were always classic episodes.
3: Yeah, yeah, they had more than a few of those. Yeah, right. I, I think what you were saying
2: at the beginning is that that show pretty much represented the 80s at its finest. Right, yeah. very And so, yes, like, much. giving it a 30-plus-year reboot, it might, it'll might it lose something. It's kind of like the Dallas reboot that was on TNT a couple of years right. ago, too. Oh, wow, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And that, that was on, and Larry Hagman was alive then. And, you know, and, and Bobby, I guess, was alive. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I would assume that some of these people made their appearances on that show. And I'm thinking to myself, right. who is who is famous enough and alive that was on Dynasty that anybody would give a fuck about. Like, I'm like Joan co- Is Joan
4: Collins alive? Joan Kong. Com- yeah, I Joan think she is. Alive. Okay,
2: she's alive. Uh, but Blake Carrington <laughs> got to be dead. Oh, Linda he's got to be gone. Linda she's Evans gone. is dead,
3: I think. Yeah, I think she's gone too. Linda she's Evans is out. dead.
0: She's
3: <laughs> she is? <laughs> really? Oh, my God. She must
2: have been out of the limelight since. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, nobody... Yeah. has been the
3: limelight for a minute.
2: Okay, so that's what I'm saying, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I guess Falcon's Crest will be next. You know, I mean... It's, <laughs> <you> know.
0: <laughs> yeah, they probably will come up with Falcon's Yeah, just reboot. Well, that,
2: that was on Falcon's Crest, wasn't
4: it? I don't know. I didn't watch Falcon's Crest. dynasty.
2: No, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't...
1: And I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Uh, I, our our rental units might have watched it, you know, kind of on the fly or whatever. But I don't think it was anything that was in the queue all the time for them. So they were much more daytime soaps than nighttime soap people. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm mm. I'm a hard pass on Dynasty. I won't see it. And plus, it's done by like one of those dudes that does the OC and all that stuff. So it'll be dumb. Oh, hell it. no. hell yeah, no, it's a hard hard pass. Right. All right, yeah. you know, it's
1: gonna be it's struggle to watch more
2: than likely. Yep. All right, big yep. hutch. One through
1: seven, not two. I'm still number one.
2: That's right. He always takes number one. And this is a question by uh from Clemic Lewis on, on Facebook. He follows us on Facebook. It's what's happening to Clemic? Hey, um his question was what do you think about the Black Panther and the casting and the filming? And it just started filming in Atlanta this week, actually, this past week. Uh starting the filming for Black Panther comes out in two thousand and eighteen. Uh, I mean, pretty much every black actor of note, especially of the under-40 set, is definitely in this movie. So what do you think about Black Panther? It's black casting and it moving forward as a successful movie because literally it will be the blackest movie ever made. Literally. (laughs) And and figuratively. (laughs) But literally the blackest big-budget movie ever made, Hunch. This
4: will be very interesting to see. Um, to when it gets created, and will it appeal to the uh, general
0: audience? White
2: mm-hmm. people, he means. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. Think, but look at all the actors that's in it. You know, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Luongo. I mean, it's everybody. Angela Bassett's in it now. Uh, old yes. Crooked Eye is in it. Um, <laughs> what's his name? What's what um, his name? For your respect, don't make me do that. Torres Whitaker is well, in it. I think I. I think I that's, saw somewhere. That's
1: a shame that you guys referred to him as that. I mean, yeah.
3: You're <laughs> a great actor, but man, he ain't. He good is bad. a great that's actor. He's a
4: trademark. He got that crooked eye. Yeah. I mean, he's
1: yeah, <laughs> a well, sleepy eye,
3: whatever, whatever you want but, to call but it.
1: Do you guys have to reference him uh, according to that. I mean, yes. I mean, we, we all know to. that he does have that characteristic, but I hey. think he's better than that. Rich? <laughs>
2: We're entertaining remember the name
1: on this. it works though
2: yeah. yeah we're entertaining on this podcast uh is he yes he is so anyway we're going to skip we're going to skip over him now then. we're definitely going to skip over him now um so i mean i saw like uh the lady from the Cosby show the mom from the Felicia Rashad uh, Felicia Rashad Felicia Allen, excuse me. Felicia Allen's going to be in it. Uh, I mean that Every top black actors short of Denzel and Viola Walker and Octavia Spencer, whoever's nominated David. for these movies. Yeah, I mean Viola Walker.
1: First. Yeah. Uh that not is yet. Not, in
2: it. not yet. But not I mean yet. and it's like and it's you know, I mean the movie is set in Wakanda, uh, uh, a you know, a fictional fictional African nation, you know, I mean most of the people in the cast gonna fail the brown bag test. I mean, they're
4: pretty dark too. Like, y'all are making so, the so movie
1: that, ever. That they run the risk of this movie being overcrowded and oversaturated and them not allowing them to develop the characters enough so that you would care about them? I mean, because it does sound like it's a bit overcrowded at this point.
2: Um, I don't think so because I don't know who's going to take shine from Chachala, really. There's nobody there to take his shine. There'll be other yeah. characters that are in it, but I don't think anybody's big enough to take the shine off Black Panther. Um, Sam man, what do you think?
3: Um, it's going to be really interesting to see cuz I mean, we're all anticipating it, but it, you know, it's going to be revolutionary that it's the uh, yeah, obviously a very black movie and also it's got to be a Marvel movie too, so you know, it's got to still make that benchmark for action and um but I mean, hell, I mean, every like you said, every black actor Who's the film? pretty much, huh?
4: Who's the villain going to be? Well, Claw um, is scheduled
2: to Claw, make some sort yeah. of appearance in it. Or um, a
3: Killmonger. Uh, it's probably going to be a, like a partnership between them two or something like that, as it usually happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Claw, I think, is his traditional – well, not, not, maybe not even traditional, but one of his villains that uh, he's gone against in the past. So, uh, and, I mean, they already set it up in uh, Age of Ultron. He already had his hand cut off or whatever, so he'll have some right. kind of sound device or something on his hand. From uh, mm-hmm. probably from uh, vibranium, which of course is in Wakanda on this one. So, I mean, hell, every black actor in the damn world is in this thing, except for uh, actually Samuel L. Jackson is the only one I didn't see on the cast. Yeah. How the hell that? So that's shocking. That is really.
0: Yeah, shocking. yeah. I mean,
2: maybe maybe FedEx hadn't delivered that check yet, but once it gets there, he'll <laughs> sign it. So
3: you'll <laughs> be in it. You'll be in it. Sometime. You got to worry
4: about that. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's going to be big. I'm looking forward to it
4: and what yeah, and what
2: it, will make a cameo with you? Well, Captain America's already been to Wakanda so there's the right. possibility for Cap um you know I would assume Iron Man is a possibility as well since, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh Robert Downey Jr is a good on <laughs> spot checks and big checks uh,
1: side in, in uh, civil war so yeah I
2: see Iron Man making an appearance yeah, yeah so I mean somebody's gonna somebody will have to make that appearance to connect the movies but it's also a movie that's going to be the last Marvel movie before the Infinity War as well. so it has to bridge that gap between Mar- that and the Infinity War too. So I mean this is it's a big that's deal. Huge. they're putting a lot of chips on on the Black Panther, you know, Ryan Coogler, you get a black director too. I mean, it's a big deal, um, and you know, you kind of hope that they give it the respect that it's due.. Um, because if they don't, you know we won't be seeing any other movie we won't be seeing Black Panther 2 if they fuck it up, so um <laughs> That's the truth. It, it's 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 very it's very important, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it, I'm nervous, and i'm you know, and we freaking a whole year away from the movie starting so uh yeah, yeah. So, all right, so yeah, Black Panther, all looking forward to it, love the cast, nothing else all right uh <laughs> sandman n- numbers one through seven, not one or two
3: uh lucky number seven. Nucky
2: number seven. Oh, right up your alley. Brian Singer is set to direct the X Men TV pilot show. Uh Fox is developing a, a an X Men TV show. Um there's been news about it that's been coming out for a while. And um they got Brian Singer to direct the pilot for the show. And as a connected piece, is that they're going to be looking at mutants from the human perspective. Okay, so it's not a show about the mutants, mm. it's a show about humans dealing
3: with mutants. Sandman. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: well, I'm, I guess that's my cue. Um, I'm, In the name of God, well, they, will, will they not ever walk away from Brian Singer? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I mean, I can't I don't know quit if you. you. Yeah, you can't, no, I can't quit you. Oh, Jesus, man. I mean, this is actually, you know, when I heard the synopsis, I was like, well, well this is actually kind of a interesting view of, you know, they have the, the human aspect of it for a change besides, you know, the mutants themselves is just. Usually, the perspective you see it through in the stories and in the movies. Um, I don't know why they feel necessary to include Brian Singer into this. He, as far as I know, he has no TV background uh, that I've heard of. Uh, but I mean, they gotta they gotta stay with him. They feel like I don't know. And I'm very skeptical as I am with majorly anything with Fox because hashtag Fox going Fox, Back going to Fox it. and. and they're trying to shoehorn sh- this into the X-Men somehow. I mean, I mean, which X-Men? First of all, hell, the movies are so just, just jumbled. We don't even know who the hell would show up if they did. And, I heard, um, heard,
4: the work, heard the working title was, fuck you, Disney. <laughs> <Nah>.
3: <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, will I tune yeah, in? Sure. Yeah, I'll watch well, it to see what's going on.
1: Face, they know Disney wants property, like, seriously bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> so but but
3: <laughs> that's true. But they uh, Disney and Fox had to do some uh, quid pro quo uh, to uh, let Fox do this in the first place. And I mean, the, the big rumor is that Fantastic Four is going back to Disney eventually. They just can't announce it yet. That's the big rumor, anyway. But uh, they let them. They're actually joining them on this venture with these TV shows. At least uh, there's some kind of uh, Marvel um, influence in it. So. Who knows what oh, that oh, is,
1: but so yeah, so this is going to have a part of the, the TV show.
3: Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't, they couldn't do it by themselves. Mm. They didn't have the rights, so
0: I don't oh. know. It'll be
3: interesting. Let's see what happens.
0: Uh, yeah. k- yeah. Kind of
3: going
2: back to blurred note number one if the Fantastic Four were going to make an appearance in a Marvel movie, it would really make sense for them to show up in the Black Panther movie because of the shared history of the characters and whatnot. So uh, just kind of putting that on the table as something that, like, oh, now I can see it if there's some shared little universe there. Uh, Hutch, I can hear your background stuff about the X-Men on TV and Disney and whatnot. See, I I don't even anticipate you watching that show as much as you like the X-Men. You are correct, Phil. Right. Yeah, it just doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I, I Sam, and you were like, oh, it's interesting from the human perspective and the set of the mutants. We tune it in for the X Men. I ain't t- t- tuning in for the men. <laughs> like I, like, like like I need the X part.
4: Like I don't care
3: what the humans think about it. Like I want. Yeah, they're gonna have the to do Rose something show. to keep us. Right. Yeah, they got to do something to keep the us energy. involved. Yeah. yeah. This,
4: this could be like Gotham with no Batman. Yeah, right, exactly. I don't
0: watch
3: that shit either. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we didn't. Nobody's tuning in for that. that. Is why you know. I mean, some people like Agents of the Shield, but I mean, I I need some real heroes on there, not some low rent whatever folks so like <laughs> i need that to happen like on the it's going to be more now. than whatever but and that is such a fox move too but yeah let's give them Gotham. like nobody cares about shit without batman in <laughs>
1: <laughs> you
2: know so and that's, yeah that's
1: still struggling as it is
2: Yes it is. So, yeah. All right. Yep. So, I'm I'm down with I'm not down with that singer can go kick rocks, man. He's done enough damage already, man. That's <laughs> like just move on, man. We all need to break up, and go to different states. Family, um, yeah. We're good. Yeah. All right. Back to the top female perspective not 1 2 or 7. Blur note.
1: Uh, let's go with 6. Number 6.
2: It is reported that the WB Warner Brothers has sent the Flash movie, uh, the solo Flash movie, back to the rewrite table on the script. Um, it has had now three directors that have been on and off the project. It is currently director-less, and it is scheduled to be coming out, I believe, in 2018. So the Flash single movie, no director, script back to re- uh, script back to the table. What do you think?
1: Well, my issue with the Flash is, first of all, they're not using the same actor that plays the Flash on TV. I think that would be a good way to tie it into the rest of the universe, but since they're not doing that and they're going with a totally different actor, I think that's an issue, first of all. And secondly, if it's going back to the drawing board, that's not a good sign. Yeah, times.
2: yeah. three. Well, it's been yeah. the third time now. So. Uh, big yep. Hutch, Flash is your favorite character in the DC Universe. His movie, I, my thing what I don't like about it, uh, real quick, is that they got him dressed up like a Power Ranger. Like, he's in some sort of metal suit. I'm like,
0: what the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, I hate
2: that so, costume. Yeah, It's awful. So, Hutch, Flash, back to the table.
4: I don't, I mean, I think the TV show is doing as best it can with the character. I, uh, a big budget movie when you have
1: also a the show on TV. That's, that's too much double dipping, you um, And then you're
0: using
4: a
1: totally different actor. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't
4: make too much sense.
0: I mean, this this is head down the same
2: road as Gambit, ain't it? Um, <laughs> it's a possibility. Um, you know, it is a possibility. They do have their actor cast already, the same as Gambit does, but no right, no, no director, no start date, no, I mean, nothing. Um. I think there's probably a little bit more faith probably in the flash than gambit at this point, but you know, that's, that's the tomato tomato situation at this point. Like I think the flash actually works probably best of all of their other heroes with his power set that would show well on the big screen. It shows well on the little screen. It should show well on the big screen too. I think it would work given, you know, a, you know, the proper treatment or whatnot Sam, man, when you think about the flash going back to reshoots or rewrites?
3: Yeah. This I think you had to, with the third director now. And the, the third the one, one was big. actually um yeah, Rick Famayura, uh, mm-hmm. who I actually thought was Chinese at first or Japanese from that name. Black. But he's actually black. Uh yeah, he he was on the he was only on the project for like no no, it felt like a couple of weeks, then he says like, Yeah, I'm out, you know, real quick. Mm-hmm. So they got some issues going on that well, I guess that script was to be a mess because yeah, nobody could do anything with it, I guess. And they went back to what they call a page one rewrite. Which basically mm-hmm. means, yeah, they trashed the old they, uh, script. So yeah,
1: this they ain't like they're starting
3: over, you know. Yeah, like scratch. This ain't coming oh, out in 2018, so I don't know. No, what it's got no shot for 2018. No, nah, no, nah, they can say that all they want. It ain't coming out in 2018. Uh, I don't know I what this means. The DC did script, get a you get know. And
4: flash movie together.
3: <laughs> oh, I, a what two. a gambit and Flash
2: movie. Yeah, two on one, one hero. Together.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no it's yeah, I don't man, know man no. they uh, I would be more interested by far to see flash than gambit, but uh yeah they got uh, d c man they they got they gotta clean it up because this doesn't have yeah. nothing to problems on this side, yeah they gotta get DC. that stuff right.
2: DC stains are out there, like, oh, well, this is a good idea because, you know, there was too many chefs in the kitchen, and this director taught this thing, and this director taught this thing, and, this this thing and he brought it in here, so this is gonna start it over from scratch, and everything will be fine. I'm like, whatever, nigga. Um, <laughs> start a, starting multi million dollars movies over from scratch ain't no good idea. It never is. Uh, no. So yeah, that's never a good idea. Uh, so y'all be good luck with that. Y'all can have that one too. Uh, so. Yeah, all right. So The Flash is speeding in the speed force into oblivion, probably. Uh, we'll see how it goes. It's so funny, though. Everything with DC is built on this year. Whatever happens with DC is built on whatever happens with Wonder Woman and then Justice League. If if either and or both of them, like, sit to bed, then you don't have to worry about none of these other movies anyway. Like, it, it doesn't even matter. D- D- what- D- was,
4: DC was set up for a battle for Superman. And that shit failed. Right. And, and
3: yeah. Awesome. yeah, set up is right.
1: Back set up, up right. that was. Right. We're, we're,
3: yeah. exactly you still like got Zack, Zack Snyder and that, yeah, that Yeah.
1: platform. You, and then you had Suicide Squad. That's just pretty much, yeah, it was like downhill from there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's that. going to be interesting to see where they go with this, but um, expectations are not very high. Yeah, and, on, and people are doing
2: well, but they're—I mean, people confuse making money with being good. I mean, both of them made money, but neither one of them were any good.
1: Well, of course, oh, yeah. money—they exactly. have a built-in audience. I mean, there are going to be people who go
3: see this, regardless of how bad it is. Some three times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Hutch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you
2: go. Thank you, Mister Sandman. Oh, Inside Joker. Uh, it ain't inside if they listen to this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I ain't uh, never gonna be a get get out of that chair. Yeah, yeah, get out of that one, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Um, <laughs> the big hot today, not numbers one, two, or six or
4: seven.
2: Four seven. Yeah, so we're at uh, three, four, and
4: five.
2: Three is a magic number. Oh, my God, you are so. Uh, hey. The new edition miniseries uh premiered on BET this week. It's a show of hands. Not really. Of who actually watched it. I watched it. My hand is in the air. Anybody else? Bueller? Bueller?
1: I did not I did not watch it, but I plan to watch it. It is in the queue. So okay. uh, yeah, maybe by the next podcast I will have watched a good percentage of it. Uh, yeah, I maybe. lived it, so I
2: don't need to watch it. You lived it. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Are you the seventh member of I New was there League? with the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold
2: on, man. I didn't hear Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Chris. I didn't
0: hear that, man. <laughs> yeah,
3: throwing, oh, off rib- throwing off the river throwing off
0: the ribbons, Joe. That's
3: a That's a sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We got to change up the damn song for Hutch, man.
4: Come on. <laughs> Yeah,
3: I'll yeah. edit it out. We grew up
2: listening to Popcorn Love and all that
0: stuff. ABC? What was
4: their other song, man? They had
1: lots of songs. got lots of songs. I mean, They got lots of songs. One of their first hits. I know they have
2: lots of songs, but it's really one of their
1: first hits. <laughs> well, popcorn Love. Played with popcorn love, love is, popcorn is
4: probably love the first
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> what
4: was the other one? Um... Now, of course.
2: I mean, which one? I mean,
4: what do you got? Jealous Girl, you got,
2: I mean, they got all kinds of hits. My
4: name
2: is Brian. Yeah. Now you know. Now you know. So, I mean, we're going to get into that here in a second, too. As our resident, you know, music (laughs) (laughs)
0: experts,
2: as our resident music experts, uh, you two on on the other side there, um, Let's talk about, one, I, I saw the movie, so, I mean, I'll I'll this it. One, I ain't watched BET in a minute, like, years, maybe close to ten. I ain't watched BET for anything. You know, since I stopped watching, is, is Big Ticket still on Rap City? Is there still Rap City? Like, I have no idea, okay? So I don't watch BET, and so I'm sitting down to watch it, and I'm like, okay, where is BET on my freaking cable dial? And then, two... Like, all right, like BET, they started the movie off with seven minutes of the show and then, like, ten minutes of commercials, man. I was like, damn. Oh, man. I mean, so it was a it was a three-day, two-hour miniseries. They could have cut it down with the commercials. It could have solidly been two nights and two days for sure. They didn't definitely need the third night. But basically, to wrap it up, they was broke. They made some songs and got famous. They got screwed by their record company two times, two times. Um, Damn. They broke off. Bobby left. Bobby was on cocaine and other things and had plenty of baby mamas. And uh, then, you know, the group picked up Johnny Gill, made a mature record, became famous again. Bell Biv DeVoe, now you know. That's pretty much the story. (laughs) Um, That's pretty much the story. I just told it to you in 35 seconds. They did freak six hours of it, um, but it's actually really well done. I don't, uh, don't take that for the quality of it. it's a, it's not like the Leah biopic on Lifetime or no shit like that. It's actually very <laughs> well done. So, um, but my my so overall. You would, friend,
1: say, you would say that it is worth watching, or uh, Yes, absolutely, or yes,
2: absolutely, yes. If you can catch yeah. it on something, yeah. that has. Yeah. It with, uh, I mean, that was my thing, and I was getting into it with some people on on uh, on Twitter or whatever. Is that like their story, as famous as they are, I, I think it's probably bigger than a BET movie. Like you could That's have made a two-hour, yeah. two and four, two-hour, forty-five-minute biopic in a big-screen version. Because I know when the freaking Sync movie come out or New Kids on the Block, it's gonna, it ain't gonna be on MTV. It's gonna be on goddamn in the movie theater, and they're bigger than them. I mean, not bigger, but they. <laughs> Better than them, like I, I, that's what I was gonna say, Hutch. How come New Edition ain't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?
1: <laughs> what? <Are you> <laughs> <laughs> that's a oh. joke, right?
4: No, it's not no joke. They no, never, no. Never, ever, never be in the Rock and Roll Hall. Of Fame. No, hold
3: up! If they, N- they w- got no, no. Wait a, hold a minute! Hold up! They if
4: got, NWA is
2: in the is in the, in the Rock exactly. and Roll Hall of Fame, how in the hell is New Edition not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? NWA yeah. made more of a
1: contribution to music than uh, New.
2: Nah, I was going to New Kids on the Block. Than New Edition. Oh no! <laughs> nah, I disagree wholeheartedly on this. Oh my goodness. Mm. Their their group themselves and their side projects as a whole is completely influential on all freaking boy bands that came after them, as well as the like the adult contemporary like R and B that came after them.
4: Uh, this, is, this is all you need to know. Uh, ask brother Beavis, Can he does Can he name any new addition songs?
1: That, yeah, that he, he might <laughs> not
2: be. Well, <laughs> hold up, he might not be. He might not be a. a,
1: very a good point. And there you go. I think that's your answer.
2: He might not be a fair representation because he knows black. But,
1: but still, yeah, <laughs> that's he's that's
2: had some case. black
4: influence. That, that's a good point because Doctor <laughs> Dre that, Dr. and Ice Cube, Doctor Dre and Ice Cube, right.
1: when they've crossed over, they or I mean, most most Caucasian people know who Doctor Dre Dr. and Ice Cube are. Yeah. Now, yeah, I, I don't right. think they know of any members on uh, New Edition. Other than Brown. Okay.
2: But you just, okay. And, so
4: you, so you, say, you saying, you saying,
2: you saying those same white people don't know Do Me Baby or Poison? Come on, man. They, they don't know my prerogative.
4: Yeah, just,
2: my, my prerogative and all that. Come yeah. on, man. They, I, I, I They I do know the
4: chronic.
1: They do know Autumn Ice Cube and
2: Autumn NWA, so they sure do. Yeah, I agree. I, that's, I, I mean, I disagree. that's the difference. That is the difference. I, I disagree. Their that. long, their longevity
0: of their career in
2: their field I mean, of fun. you know hip hop. <laughs> 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 I didn't hear that one.
0: What
1: was <laughs> that joke? <laughs> he said his name is Ron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. I. Uh, you are the light skinned one. All right. Um. But. <laughs> i um, like three man <laughs> um hell? but i'm just saying i i I, I, just, <laughs> I, uh, I was i was just thinking that they i i i think they're in my opinion that i think their influence was longer than that and longer than a new uh, a uh movie i mean uh, it is what it is i guess at that point, but the movie is actually well done. They could have been cut to two nights instead of three, but it's actually well done. Um, I, I have no, I had no real issues or problems with it in in and of itself. So, yeah, good to know. That's a whole other topic. We can't do this on because this podcast would be two hours long about debating that rock and roll Hall of Fame thing. But we'll leave it at that. Yeah, no love. Let the view let the listeners decide. All right. Um, no nah, blurred note number. Is that it? Oh. No, four and five. No, Sam, man, you have to take five because I don't know anything about this. Uh, Blurred note number five oh, okay. is that Marvel made a pack, uh, and a I know you posted on it on the Facebook about uh, they made a mm-hmm. partnership with some video game company that I'd never heard of yeah. to make an Avengers video game. And I know oh, you, heard you, had, you had made a post about it that you knew more about this than I do. So go ahead and go. Is, is this a good idea?
3: Uh, yeah, Square Enix. Uh, you ever heard of Final Fantasy? Yeah, they I uh, make Final Fantasy. They make Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very good deal because uh, one, there's never been a good Avengers game. There's been a janky ass '80s game. They kind of passed <laughs> off as the <laughs> Avengers, but um, yeah, they <laughs> actually had some and had an Avengers game that was actually looked decent. Uh, THX back in the well not THX. What was that company? Um, I forget the name, but they went bankrupt. Long T-H-Q. and <laughs> THQ. Thank you. And yeah. Uh, they went bankrupt while they were making an Avengers game that looked promising and it never came out. And so we've never had one. I was always shocked that for the um, the movie, the Avengers, when it came out as big as it was that they didn't capitalize on that with a game. And yeah. this is more than just the Avengers. I guess this is mainly, you know, Spider-Man, the whole Marvel universe, or probably the X-Men too, because Fox don't have no control over that. So uh, THQ is a very uh, – it actually, it's Crystal Dynamics, which is under THQ. And they're going to be developing uh, the Avengers game, the first one that comes out anyway. And I guess they have a uh, multiple-game um, contract with them. So uh, this is a good thing. They are uh, they have uh, quality games. so This ain't no Podunk video game company. It's a good thing. Okay.
2: This is a good thing. All right.
3: Yeah, I, um, sounds exciting.
2: I'm sure my son will want to buy it and play it. Uh, and then he'll be sending messages to his uncle to play with him online. So, uh, yeah, that'll be a good thing. All right, I'm going to take this last one here, and only because I know this is going to start a debate just like our new edition debate here second. It was announced this week that the movie Scarface is getting a remake uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio as Tony Montana. That's a problem. And mm. Sophia Vergara playing the role of the yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer role. That's uh, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no. All right. So here we go. Oh. Uh, I'm a, I'm going to put my business out on Front Street like all in all in already and we'll just go from I'm there.
0: Wrong. Scarface.
2: <laughs> no. Scarface is a dumbass fucking movie. It's
0: stupid, yes. <laughs> it's long,
2: it's overrated. It, everything that you could possibly think about movies that's long, overrated and stupid is all rolled up in Scarface. I said it. Don't at me. I'm good. All right, Big Hots, Scarface remake with your boy Leo and Sofia Vergara. I mean, who's the director? I have no idea. Didn't I didn't that
1: one yet. It, I mean, I if look. it were perhaps for Staz or somebody, then I, I'd say, well, maybe he could contribute a different take to it. But yeah, the director is going to be pivotal also. So, but uh, but Scarface is highly overrated. It is overrated. <laughs> yeah, I, it uh, is. And that's another movie that goes back to the time period that it came out. I mean, and it it has been overhyped and overrated too. Uh, yeah, so it has like. And a black quality. folks love it, and I don't know Yeah, why. black folks yeah. love it. Absolutely.
0: Love it. I don't
4: yeah, know
0: I, why. I don't I mean, either.
4: I, I, would, I mean, I barely watched the original Scarface, and it was a struggle. Yeah, um, I would not watch
0: this one with, with your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, all right, uh, that's fine. Um, see, I thought we were gonna have this debate. I was hoping one of y'all would actually love that movie, so I could go off. Um <laughs> I
0: really hoping now, for um, it. I
1: mean, like, like I said, for for that the time the period that it came out. You know, I guess it was kind of okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, the cousin had Al Pacino, and he was uh, over the top. But, um, yeah, it has been, you know, overhyped quite a
0: bit. Okay. But if you
1: talk about the remake throwing in Sophia Bacara, Bur- that is, oh, my goodness, that's awful.
2: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> not exactly <laughs> a great
1: actress. A actress. And she
2: barely has that one note. She got two big notes, actually.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Too
2: big, <laughs> two really big notes. Um, my my issue too is that you know I know y'all all love Leo or whatever. I'm you know give or take on the two, but the movie is about a Cuban immigrant in Miami or whatever. Um, I'm fairly certain that Leo ain't Cuban. There's not a, like a Spanish <laughs> actor y'all could have got yeah. to like. I mean, it's the problem yeah. with Pacino, too, doing it, too. But, you know, it's the 80s. Now y'all know about, like, freaking different cultures and whatnot. It's it, it's insulting to hire, like, a white dude to play a Spanish dude. It is. It's insulting.
0: I don't care what yeah. they
2: say. It's flat-out insulting unless you're going to change the whole backstory of the movie, which, again, you could change all of it for all I care. I don't give a fuck. I ain't yeah, seen any shit. And, like, God. and maybe that, that's the
1: approach that they're going with. Maybe they're going to change some aspects of the story, and then I think the director is going to be pivotal as well. But again, you put Sofia regard in there, and oh my goodness, that just drops several pages immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: right. No, so yeah, it, it is what it is. But I'm not. Yeah, um, I'm good on skipping that one. All right, all right. So I think that wraps up blurred notes for the week. Thank all of our topics, that was all seven. Yes, it is. All right, so as we crossed over the little over the one hour mark, we'll sit straight into the STFUs. Here comes the sounder for that.
4: Yo. shut the fuck up. 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 Shut the fuck up.
2: What the fuck? Shut up, bitch. Shut All right, so shut as we up, head bitch. into the STFU, uh, one of my favorite portions of the, the podcast, fuck. I know it's Hutch. now, female specs, we always start with you, and then you're like, I ain't got nobody, and then we come back, and you're like, yeah, 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 and this motherfucker too, so you got anybody?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> this week, I have several. <laughs>
3: oh, wow. Good. I have
1: several. Most of them revolve around the orange crazy. But, uh, (laughs) uh, well, we're going to start with, you know, him, of course, saying that more people attended his inauguration and the picture that that showed that there was a a big, significant difference. Then him copying uh, our previous president's cake. Yes, the
2: inauguration cake. uh, Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, what's with them plagiarizing everything? Damn, you can't be original? (laughs) I mean <laughs> <really>? <laughs> and um oh and the alternative facts and all that um mm-hmm. that, yeah. man, what was there? Oh, and then him supposedly investigating this voter fraud and then yeah. they found out that several members of his administration and his one of the daughters was registered in two different locations. Right. So uh yeah, all this Uh, yeah. I I don't know what to say for this, but yeah. Yeah, anything
2: anything associated with Trump, his presidency, his candidacy, his family, his everything about him can get us shut the fuck up. Like, everything about it, the whole week. I mean, that's not even touching on the executive order from Friday night that stranded all these legal citizens of the United States at airports and whatnot. I mean, it's just... Literally, he's just making it up as he goes along. He really is, to a point, you know. But actually, I mean, that's not fair. Actually, he's making—he's not making it up. They've had this all plotted out with what they were going to do, with like no thought about the repercussions of it to Americans. To uh, relationships abroad, like they didn't think anything. I was like, guys, oh, this is what we're gonna do, and we're gonna do it because it's so white centric. So
0: right, yeah, he shut oh, the and, fuck and up, up.
1: Another thing, they found out that his administration is using a private email server. Did he yeah. not get on uh, Hillary for that and her <laughs> whole email situation? So yeah. now he's gonna turn around, Ooh, and do yeah. the same thing. What the fuck, man?
2: Yeah, this <laughs> nigga is tweeting. <laughs> This nigga is tweeting from an unsecured Android phone
1: someplace. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's
3: mean, ridiculous. The president. They're going the to
0: have to tackle that phone and take that is from an now.
1: Android. This is... This is uh,
0: yeah. I, yeah.
2: I, I it's bad. Yeah. All right. Big Hodge.
4: I don't have anything. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. You said you had an SDSU. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I do have something. Sorry, I've been drinking. Uh, well, one thank is to the producer for putting my name out <laughs> And then the other one was, yes, I'm in the city where their professional football team will be playing next Sunday in the big game, and I've been here the whole time, and. This city and, uh, is a bunch of fair weather fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh,
0: yeah.
4: so, somebody that I know came up here, and so damn near Rick Rick Perpetuel, Falcons gear. I mean, so so uh, places, emblems, and. Uh, so the kids, I wonder who he would be referring to. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know who he's talking about. I don't know.
4: I mean, but the whole city, the whole city is doing the same thing. Where I mean, up until I would say about week ten, they was like, Man, this team might be lucky to make the playoff, or if they do, you know, you know, we'll be happy with you know if they lose the kid Anything about firing the coach after one
1: year, <laughs> 17 weeks ago, 18 weeks ago, <laughs> now all of a sudden, he's chosen the, the town. Man, Brian is the best
2: quarterback ever. Yeah, you will never hear me say that. Right, forever. <laughs> <Graham. laughs> I mean, this whole town is a big, phony face. <laughs> Duly noted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's. I was telling somebody the other day, and I was like, man, yeah, anybody's like, oh, I cheer for the Falcons that lives in and around the metro area. It's like people cheer for the Georgia Bulldogs in Georgia. They don't care about no damn Falcons. Uh, that's just some secondary riding on the coattails bullshit right there. Like, like, pro football in Atlanta is, like, so secondary. It's no. not even funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a joke. So, yeah, I, I hear you on the fair weather, folks. Sam, man, you got anybody giving S T F U?
3: yeah just the standard trump hashtag hate okay. uh, hate pumpkin yeah yeah hate just, pumpkin yeah it's, yeah, just for doing every damn thing I mean yeah, yeah. we we already touched on it, fuck you trump,
2: okay, yeah,
3: <laughs> and uh yeah, and to heinz Ward, his brother Peter said, fuck you too
0: um
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple um and we'll start from the top of the the syllabus um Newsweek had the audacity to write a uh, uh, an article, an editorial comment that basically said. Is the Ob- Are the Obamas to blame for the rise of Trump?
0: Oh man,
2: <laughs> I was like, they will blame black people for any fucking thing, anything man. and
3: everything.
0: Yeah, I mean,
2: that that is the most ridiculous thing ever. Like, so he was black, so it's his fault. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you serious? Like, I mean, I mean, I only read like a couple of paragraphs, and I was like, I can't do this. I ain't got time for this. But, I mean, it's the and of itself. Total clickbait. I understand and get it. But, I mean, come on, man. Y'all got to have somebody that's rubber stamping that that's like, nah, we can't put that out. This is ridiculous. How you blaming black folks for something that they had nothing to do with? I mean, come on. So, yeah. So, in Newsweek, you get an STFU. Um, there was an article this week. I think it was in Variety, um, but I might be misquoting the source. Uh, there was an article about Emmett Till. Um, if you're not familiar yeah, with Emmett the Till the so story, funny. I don't yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast, but um, the lady that, you know, Emmett Till was right. young, African-American boy who was killed mm-hmm. by a white mob, and, uh, you know, basically this white woman accused him of, like, catcalling her, and her, and she told her husband, they went down and killed, and found him and killed him. Um, it was, like, a real start of the civil rights movement, and... um she came out like like 60-some-odd years later here and was like, yeah, that didn't actually happen. You know, whatever she said to Emmett Till did, you know, she's still alive. Whatever she did, he didn't, right. he didn't actually do that. And so I'm like, fuck you. Trying and to she's get, in click. hiding. She's in yeah. hiding.
1: Yeah, she's in hiding. She's such a yeah. punk bitch. She knows
2: it. Oh, I mean, that uh,
1: Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, fuck I, you trying to clear your conscience 62 years it. later. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's yeah, on that her forever.
1: Is. Be a punk bitch
2: you go and hide it because he's afraid people gonna try to hurt her. Really? Yeah, for real. Why ain't the government coming after her old ass and drag her old ass over someplace else? And
0: like, mm-hmm.
4: she
2: freaking lied and got a kid killed. Ain't that like he got, you know, murdered, roughed up a little bit. He was murdered. Yeah. Right? But nah, you know, like, man, that's, man, listen, six, two years later, you can't be like, yeah, my fault, my bad. This ain't like scuffing somebody's sneakers. You yeah, somebody's freaking kid killed uh, for lying. And it goes all back to the stuff like, you know, where freaking white women and people in general don't understand. They're, they're, they're such delicate snowflakes, air quotation marks, that anybody that says anything or to them or about them or whatever, people get their freaking panties in a while and want to believe them. It's like when Lena Durham tried to run Odell Beckham Jr. because he didn't, you know, he looked at me funny or something like that. Like shit, That shit gets niggas killed. You better shut the fuck up for real. Like, even now and to this day. So, yeah, I, I that pissed me off. I was one of those, I was sitting there at work reading that, you know, on my lunch break, and I was like, I can't go deal with these white folks right now. I need to take a minute.
1: And like, <laughs> like you said, that, that was also pivotal uh, of start to the Civil Rights Movement, and that picture was used, was so significant to the Civil Rights Movement, and, yep. you know, just to think that, uh, it, it it does make you angry if you really, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm no, it's ridiculous.
1: You. But, yeah, it's it's awful. It's awful. Mm-hmm. And here this lady is just, she she was allowed to live her life or whatever, and now she wants mm-hmm. to go into hiding and, and feel bad about it or whatever. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Jay, I hope at the pearly gates, Hope Jesus fucking Dikembe Mutombo's your ass back to hell. That's what I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hope. And wags the finger in your face while he, after he does it, too. So,
0: yeah,
2: whatever, man. All right. Uh, my last one. Is everybody still there? I'm sorry. I dropped my Dikembe Matumbo reference. Hello?
0: <laughs> oh,
2: okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if y'all lost you there. Um and my last one uh, was for, there's this going on. Uh, I don't even know what the hashtag is. and I don't really care to even share it, but whatever. It's essentially these people are like, oh, poor Melania Trump, you know, because yes. she's, you know, caught in the middle of this shit. Like,
0: bitch, uh-huh. you
2: married that motherfucker. You married. Exactly. You knew what you married. She's a you man, man. Cry, <laughs> yep. She knew what she was getting into.
1: She married him for the money. So now mm-hmm. uh, she, she's mm-hmm. complaining because he treats her like shit. Did you see did. Uh, when they showed like um there's a video that's going around during the inauguration? He turned around, smiled yeah. uh, behind him. He turned around and said something to her, and her smile immediately disappeared. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he started yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and back yeah exactly. So I don't yeah. know what
1: he said to her. And then there was another situation where, as they were walking into the White House, I guess to greet President Obama and Michelle, he was walking several steps in front of her. They said that has never been done. Yeah. Every president, you know, throughout history is always es- escorted their wife, you know, up to seven whatever. Uh the orange
0: cream was like, Fuck that. He left her way behind yeah. and walked right up oh, to the yeah. yeah. So that's exactly
2: yeah. you what type kind of person he is. Yeah, oh, Trump yeah. was like, Trump. We Trump? Trump mm-hmm. like, We don't love these Trump's like, We do these hoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you damn sure don't love her. <laughs> no, I mean well. It, Donald Trump is in love with himself and only himself. That's all he cares about.
1: It's very clear. Very narcissistic. Um, yeah, a megalomaniac. Yeah. uh, Uh, Delusions of grandeur. You, you name (laughs)
2: it. Yeah, but the poor Melania people is the same people like the people we ran about that didn't know the ACA and Obamacare was the same thing, and the same Mm -hmm. people that you know. Oh, your husband got caught at the airport and he's a legal citizen but you voted for him? Fuck you, nigga. You voted for that fool. That's on you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, Yeah, I'm looking for a fuck to give because I can't find one because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you, you did that shit. That's on you. Fuck you.
4: How the hell do mm-hmm. you think
2: that that was going to work out for you? See, vote against your own self-interest. Go hate yourself someplace else. Eat a dick <laughs> shit. I
0: don't care about
2: that stuff, man. I hate, man. Y'all know me. I don't really care. For, I don't have a lot of time for freaking crazy folks and uh, that kind of stuff, man. You can't get no pity from something that you put on yourself. I'm sorry, man. Just, whatever, man. That's too bad. Just like, oh, man, people are like, oh, I can't believe this. This is affecting me this way. Shit. Welcome to our world, man. Black people have been living like this forever, having to be worrying about every little detail about what's going to affect us. Surprise, welcome to the party. It ain't no fun on this side sometimes. So, good luck. But, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, so that's, uh, I think that's my list. Hot, you got somebody? You always think of something while I'm talking. I
1: have
4: nothing else at this time. Okay,
2: thanks. Uh, anybody else got any other ones? I,
1: I have a couple more. I
2: told
1: you had to put it. Okay. My next one would be for Wiki How. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, they they did, um, I guess, you know, an article, whatever, about how to become a congressman. And they whitewashed the photo Uh-oh. of Mama Beyonce and Jay Z and basically made them white.
0: Mm-hmm. And then,
1: what? there was a Twitter uproar about this. Yes. <laughs> but yes, they whitewashed the photo, or it was a cartoon act. Yeah, I did see
3: that. Oh. oh
2: God. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah.
1: And then they mm. came back and apologized once the Twitter uh went off on them, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and let's see, the other one goes to uh Jerry Seinfeld who <laughs> made some bullshit ass joke <laughs> about you know he does that um that T V well, not T V series, but it's a internet series, comedians in cars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where well, well, he was having um, a comedian on on the show, uh, Lewis Black. I don't know if you're familiar with him. We know him. Anyway, he mm-hmm. he made a a crash joke, uh, basically, and said that Black Lives Matter in reference to Lewis Black. But yeah, uh, a comic towards mm. the PLM movement.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Mm.
1: That's yeah. too. But yeah. <laughs>
2: Stay in your lane, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Stay in your lane, man. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast on so-called white allies, by the way. Um, You know, Ah. these so-called white folks that are supposedly on my side, but not not so sure about that sometimes. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Um, But, yeah, okay. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld can get one. That's fine. I'm perfectly okay with that. Uh, And then all those
3: others as well. Um,
2: okay, so, yeah, that's the STFU's. Hutch, Sandman, got anybody else?
3: No, I can't think of anybody else right now. Okay. Of course, I, have to, I don't know if I'll think of somebody, but I you know,
0: yeah.
3: can't, can't do it now. And the producer gets one, too.
0: Damn. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, but, and. So that's the bad part of it. Let's just real quick and transition before I, as we start to wrap up the podcast. Uh, can we give some standing ovation, whatever uh, the opposite of an SDFU is? To one, we'll give it to Roger Federer for winning his 18th grand slam oh, yeah, this morning. Yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, six three in the uh, fifth.
1: Over.
2: Yes, yeah, over Rafa Nadal. Um, Very happy
1: to hear he beat dig in the dog. <laughs> 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 Dang,
0: hard. Damn. Uh, why, why can't
4: we leave with the meanest story and the Serena story as opposed to the whitest white dude?
2: No, I wanted to give the I wanted to give them the top billing. You start on the bottom, man, and then you give them top billing. So yeah, I'm gonna give Roger <laughs> his his whatever, that's fine. Roger gets eighteen, that's fine. I was getting to the fact that thank you very much, you go get S D F U. That and also Let's get to talking about Venus and Serena. Serena, in my estimation, is the greatest tennis player of all time. That's male or female. Now that she's got twenty-three Grand Slams, and she was the greatest one before that. By the way, it didn't matter if she had broken uh, grass record or not. But now that she right. broke it, you can't say shit. But two
1: mm-hmm. Venus He's making it to program. the final, yeah.
2: But Venus making it to the finals at thirty-six uh, is unprecedented, especially on the women's side of like female uh, tennis players getting to the finals. So, like, for sure, that is one of the greatest things that has happened already in 2017. You can keep that kind of momentum going in terms of, like, blackness. Like, we're straight.
1: And like, not I want to see mention, that, like, all the way. Not yep. to mention, these sisters are still kicking ass well into their 30s. For most mm-hmm. tennis players, their careers are well done, Been done. Over with at that age. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're still kicking ass. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're just
2: detractors can't say jack shit. Not they
1: jack shit. shut the nope.
2: fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. And you're literally yeah. talking about 10 years difference. I mean, you could have been in 2006. You could have seen a match between Rafa and whatever and, and, and Federer and the Williams sisters in finals of a Grand Slam. And it's 2016. I mean, Serena has an opportunity, and I wish she had done it a couple years ago because it could have really shut everybody the fuck up if she had made that calendar of the career Grand Slam. And so now she has the actual opportunity to do it now that she won Australia. She won't be favored to win the French, but you never know. I mean, she's already won it twice, you know, and then Wimbledon and, and Wimbledon and the U.S. Open, she'll be favored to win. But so she needs to go ahead and get them, get the 24, 25, 26 majors, put that shit out of, like, that's astronomical range. Ain't nobody touching that. That's going to be like, you know, 56 hits by DiMaggio, and then it's done you know what? I'm good. I'm the best ever. Look at my record. Everybody can to shut the fuck up.
1: And Period. kiss my left and right foot. Yep.
2: Ki- yeah, and kiss my black <laughs> ass all over the
0: place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got
2: nothing. Okay? So, yeah, man. Yeah, that's an apple teeny. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> like, it's true. Like I said, I mean, Serena is the greatest. And he's the greatest, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest uh, tennis player. I'm not even – there's no arguing in terms of male and female. What she's done for the longevity at her age, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, not, it's not even thinkable to be seeing what she's doing. It's not like she's, you know, barely winning these things. She's dominating, too. That's no, she's I mean, dominant.
3: exactly yeah. what I was going to use, dominant. Yeah, yeah
2: she's <laughs> dominant. So, yeah, so Fed, uh, and then Venus and Serena. Venus, you – you got your, t- your shine, too. You know, I I I wasn't even sure who I wanted to root for. I was like, well, I know Serena will probably get 23 some other time. Venus probably maybe possibly will not make another Grand Slam final based on age and, you know, the last yeah. few years or whatever. So I was kind of like, I yeah. kind of want Venus to win, but I want her to break this record so the people can shut up about grass. Like, I just, oh, you know, but it was great <laughs> to watch, great to see. Um, so, yeah. Thought you got nothing on this tennis talk, man. It's your sport.
4: It is. It is my sport. I did watch. I watched bits and pieces of both matches. Um, yes, yeah, Serena is GO against GOAT.
1: Federer is GOAT, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah,
4: it's it. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's just,
1: yeah and, and, we, and and like we pointed out, both of them are are kicking ass well into their thirties. Whereas you know that's considered a time period or time period when most careers are over, especially yep. as far as tennis is concerned. So yep. yeah, that they're still going and still kicking ass uh, says a lot.
2: Yeah, and both great yep. ambassadors of the game as well. You know, it's not like you know, mm-hmm. much as I love John Wagner or whatever, he wasn't exactly a great ambassador of the game. <laughs> you know, he's somebody. You know, both of them are, you know, people that have grown the game and have done everything to help expand the game of tennis. So, uh, bravo, man, standing claps. And even for you, Rafa, we'll give you a standing clap. He Had he been playing anybody else left better, I would have been cheering for Rafa because he's 30 years old as well. And, you know, men winning Grand Slams past 28 is a big deal. He's already 30. Yes. So, I mean, it's a huge deal. So, uh, let alone 35. I mean, it's just it's unheard of almost, I think. Ken Rosenthal, man, I won one at, like, some 30-some-odd years old, but that was back in the day where, you know, if you won the, the year before, all you did was play in, like, the, the finals. You know, somebody, you know, everybody played, and you only had to play, like, one match. So it's just, you know, not, it's completely different. 35-year-old was playing two weeks' worth of tennis, and he won three set matches to do it. Shit. You can't tell him shit. <laughs> so, uh, so, bravo. All right. That wraps up podcast number 55 for Brothers Comics. Um... Any Brothers Comics business and news on you guys' side? You know I got one big one. Touch? I've
1: got
2: nothing. No. Female perspective?
1: No. Uh, no.
2: I Sandy man? Uh, that would be zero. No, sir. All right. Okay. We've been talking about this for a few weeks on the podcast about if you were praying, folks, about praying for those comics to get the uh, the press pass credential for Star Wars celebration in Orlando in April, and um, I think it was it was my son had basketball practice, so I think it was Wednesday night. I was just checking my email, sitting there waiting and bored out of my mind. I was like, "Oh, something from whatever these people." Let me see what this is, and then sure enough, we got the credential. So. Yes, yeah, wow, celebration April. yeah. celebration yes. in Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: um,
2: so yeah, it's a big deal. It's a huge Star Wars convention celebration. Wow. Um Yeah, it rotates <laughs> it rotates in different parts of the world really. Uh, but it always kind of settles back in Orlando. Uh, so yeah, this is a huge, huge deal. Um so yeah, so we'll be going to that in April i um, generally looking to try to get my hotel so I can stay there the entire weekend. I'm taking off a day of work so I can get my Friday, Saturday, Sunday on. Um, so, yeah, big, big deal. Um, so we have that in April. We'll have South Carolina Comic Con the weekend of March 25th the 28th. Got that covered. Um, and then a couple of cons later in the summer. Um, uh, Mega Con is the big one um, in Orlando and a couple in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, later in the year. Um, I think that is about it for Brothers Comics Business. We do um, uh, – let me real quick. We're going to go right to that 90-minute mark. Um, Riverdale did premiere on uh, CW this week. Um, I did a 10-minute review. It's on SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to hear about what it was. It was okay. The ratings opened super soft. Um, I almost made it – I had it as a blur note, but I took it out. But basically, I don't think the show will be around for very long. That's basically my own, my interpretation. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. It is what it is. They didn't have to call it Riverdale. They could have made that show and called it any other name. It didn't – you know, having the Archie people attached to it, is it going to make people want to watch it? And I'll throw this to Hutch. Like, who's the audience for this show, Hutch? Uh,
4: you? And, uh, <laughs>
2: I
0: can't
2: name it for you. Yeah. And I and, and I, 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 would, young adult. Yeah, I yeah. would argue that I am not the audience for this show that, you know, you're making a show about, you know, kids that are thirty trying to play teenagers. So you're appealing, <laughs> you know, to like a, a white female audience who ain't never picked up an archie comic book ever in their life. So why do they care about archie so what where's the appeal for them? and so people that have read Archie that are not white teenagers are watching this shit like who the why what why is Archie sleeping with ms Grundy what the what you know <laughs> so they're like, eh, I ain't for this, so uh, I am thinking of doing a side podcast on it. uh I met two uh people on Twitter, two females, black females that are fans of Archie that uh want to talk about this show. So I think we'll talk about it as long as it's on. It has a 16 episode run on the IMDb. Uh, I'd be surprised if it makes all 16. That's The over under is, is 5. Uh, yeah,
4: I I, I, would, mm. I, would give it, I would give it 7
2: or 8, but yes. Yeah, um it, it's it I think it opened at like 1.3 million people, which, you know, a CW show's not going to gather huge ratings anyway, but then the, its demographics in the 18 to 49 were not very good. You know, they they float those low ratings if they can get the young the people to buy, or their parents to have to buy shit for them, that so will go out and see that stuff, and that was low too, so it, it's not, if that was the debut, we'll see how it goes, um, but yeah, so, we'll still be on that live tweet for that, uh, we're actually working with another group of people, it's, um, it took the pretty little Riverdale hashtag off, we're going to do this, uh hashtag the chocolate shop, uh, a bunch of black podcasters talking about uh, Archie, so, Hashtag chocolate shop to join us for the uh, live tweets oh. on the Dale, Thursdays <laughs> at nine. I know. I know. So, all right. So that's, again, wrapping up podcast number 55 for Brothers Comics. You can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, you can follow Sandman, Sandman. Tell them where they can find you.
3: Uh, you can find me on uh, the Twitters at Sandman415. Please uh, drop me a line. We can always tell each other to go to hell. Always available. And you can also find Sandman on Facebook
2: under the same name. You can find the producer on Twitter at Brothers Comics. You can find the producer uh, and Female Perspective and Big Hutch on the Facebook page at Brothers.Hutchinson on Facebook, uh, on Instagram as well at Brothers Comics. Uh, I'm on uh, what? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I think that's it. I don't think I have any other social media platforms. Tumblr. I think I'm on Tumblr, too, at Brothers Comics. So, yeah, I don't know that I use it or anything like that. But anyway, all right, so this is uh, the producer rounding out and signing off for podcast number 55. We'll pee you guys on the other side. Uh, Female Perspective, go ahead and sign off. Uh, Adios from the female
1: perspective, and I also have a musical uh, selection. Yes, I'm so
2: sorry. All right, what are we closing out with?
1: Uh, I bought this from a a television commercial, so. We're not doing the Mary so, Tyler
0: Moore thing? We're
1: not we're doing not, the Mary Tyler yeah. Moore thing? Well, I think probably did the Mary Tyler Moore theme, but my selection huh. is Marion Hill and the song is called Down. Down? Yes. Okay. D-O-W-N. Okay.
2: I'll add it in in post-production. You'll hear it as it starts to play out here. Big Hodge, go ahead and uh, sign off then, Female Perspective.
1: Adios from the female perspective.
2: Big Hutch, sign off. Uh, yes,
3: uh, you can catch me up. My name is Robby. Uh... <laughs> 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 Where are you
0: changing the song
4: from?
2: I'm <laughs> 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 I wonder if I can add one of those bleep outs under the post-production <laughs> alright it's Sandman go ahead and sign off
3: until next time this is Sandman I'm out
2: alright we'll see you guys on the other side we'll let this song take us out alright peace, y'all